Welcome to The Wondering Mind, a podcast where we have candid conversations in hopes to break mental health stigmas and normalize speaking up about our mental health. Through this podcast, we will connect you to a diverse range of folks from all around the world who have struggled with their mental health, but have learned to weather through the storm. By listening to their stories, you may begin to feel empowered, less alone, and you may discover new ways that will help you navigate through your own mental health struggles. So sit back, relax, and remember, everyone's story matters. Welcome to the Wondering Mind podcast. I'm your host, Emily Elizabeth. Joining me today, I have Michelle Luxick. Did I pronounce that correctly? You did. You did. Awesome. Okay, great. She's with me today. We're going to talk all about her organization, Make Good Together. She is one of the co-founders of this amazing organization. We got connected on social media, I believe, through Amanda Young. I believe so. Yes. So I love that people that we meet online, we just kind of like, it's a big network and we just kind of find each other. Today, we're going to chat all about a little bit about your mental health journey and also why you started the organization and what it's all about. So thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. So let's, I want to, I want to know more about the organization because I've been on your website, like I said, when we were chatting earlier and it's phenomenal. It really is. Thank you. It's, it's hard for me. This is sad because it's hard for me to wrap my head around the fact that some people are so dedicated to the mission of making the world a better place when we're surrounded by so much chaos and hatred. So it's such a breath of fresh air to come across such an amazing organization, make good together. So can you tell us a little bit more about it and why you decided to start the organization? Sure. I think you're spot on. Like, Today, there's so much, it's a tumultuous time for everybody and so many different facets. And that has taken an extreme toll on all of us. Like there's Mm -hmm. not one person, person, I don't think that has come untouched from what has been happening over the past two plus years. So Make Good Together is an organization that really aims to empower and inspire everyday people to be really leaders, the leaders that the world so desperately needs. Clearly, <laughs> clearly we need to do something as a society um, on a multitude of areas. But I think in this whole, the last two and a half years, people have really kind of lost a sense of agency. And that can be terrifying, that lack of control, that feeling that like, what am I, what am I supposed to do? Like, there's nothing I really can do. And so part of Make Good Together's mission is to really empower people to say, okay, like, like even my mom, my mom's not on social media, but like, nice, my mom, like she has this rippling effect in our family, um, among her friends. So it doesn't matter if, if you have a follower of one, you have a child, (laughs) if you have a grandmother that talks with you, or if you have you know, 50,000 followers on Instagram or TikTok, like influence is important, influence matters. And that ripple effect, 
obviously is going to affect those around you. But the beautiful part about it is if enough people do that and we're working towards these goals, those little ripples become like these massive waves. And that's where we can really start to see change. Um, group social norms change. Uh, community social norms can change. And that kind of just keeps leveling up into, you know, cultural, cultural norms can change. And really norms are what drive behaviors that cause us as humans to do the things that we do. So that's, that's kind of our mission in a nutshell. We started, um, we started about two months after lockdown when the pandemic kind of first wow. hit. Oh my goodness. So I'm a, I'm a designer. I've been doing design work, um, contract design work, having my own agency for 23 years now. And so when the pandemic hit, my partner and I were seeing that there was, you know, all the guidelines, mask, uh, social distance, all these things. And everybody was doing that for the most part, but where it really became a challenge was when my mom was like, Hey, you coming home for Thanksgiving or, you know, this or that. And it was really hard to say no, because no felt like a rejection. Yeah. So the, the foundation of why we started Make Good Together really revolved around helping people have, conver- have the hard conversations around, you know, repositioning, saying no or setting boundaries around COVID to be one of, I'm, hey, I'm setting these because I love you and not because I am rejecting you. Because we have hundreds of thousands of evolutionary history that tells us, you know, we need to be close and be in close proximity. And that means love. And that means we are connected with our tribe and to to break that in any way felt really bad. So that was really the start of our organization. Over the course of the time, like, or the course of the pandemic, like the network of people, the community of people that we've built and the connections that we've made have been so amazing. Like, it's funny, um, I would never have guessed this, but some of who I consider my best friends now are a lot of people that I met through Make Good Together. Wow. And, you know, we said, okay, if the pandemic gets wrapped up, which I believe we are nowhere near wrapped up, but but if it gets wrapped up, this is something we can't let just go away. And the beauty of it is, I think that we have kind of dabbled in a whole bunch of different areas And in a sense, we are connectors. Like we are an organization that is connecting long COVID groups with mental mental health groups and like all these different kind of like connections. And it it only becomes that much stronger for anyone, any, you know, subcategories mission, if we can all kind of rally behind this, this general theme of, you know, sometimes you're gonna have to sacrifice short-term superficial comfort sometimes you gotta let go of a little bit of that comfort for the long-term health and well-being for all i like that you said you know what your mission is like it can literally apply to any facet of life it's Mm -hmm. not just COVID. a lot of these tools that you are implementing and that you are um, promoting to navigate through COVID. i mean that applies to so many other situations within life. I mean, setting boundaries is so important. And I love that you all are 
changing the narrative and teaching folks that, hey, this is not a negative thing. Boundaries are not negative. They're necessary and they're healthy. And I love, you know, and it's because we love the people typically. When you started this organization back when COVID was pretty bad, yeah. how, how did that fare like with your mental health? How did you all navigate trying to start this brand, if you will, yeah. in the midst of complete unknown and chaos, really? Yeah, um, well, <laughs> I, I'll tell you how it started. So I woke up one morning and I told my partner, Eric, who's the co-founder, I said to Eric, I rolled over in bed and I looked at him and I said, you know what? I'm going to make a website today. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did. And that's how like Make Good Together mm, launched. I was just like, I need to do something. And I think mm. the doing of something actually helped my mental state because I did feel so helpless and things did feel so out of control and um, leadership and authorities really weren't taking the lead to tell us as a society what we needed to do or how we needed to behave or how we could shift culturally to, you know, to cope with this collectively. Yeah. So for me, I think in a sense, doing this was the best thing I could have done for my mental health and wellness. That said, I did, um, like I said, I'm a designer. I did give, give up about 70, 80% of my billable work. So, wow. Yeah. So for about two years, I'm starting to like ramp back up my organization, my, my business, mm -hmm. but that was hard. That was hard to be like, I am driven to take action for the good of humanity, but I need to figure out a way to do this that I can sustain <laughs> paying, paying my mortgage and yeah. getting, you know, paying for the groceries. So that, that part of it was a bit of a toll, but I'd say overall, probably the, the benefits of feeling like I had agency and that I was doing something productive in these times far outweighed the anxiety that came with the loss of revenue for me. Yeah gave you a purpose and you just had to pivot. And unfortunately in the design world, I mean, most of that's in person. So there's really not a way that you could have pivoted that online. So you, and I love that you kind of took that anxiety of feeling like you felt helpless because there was just so much going on and no one seemed to be doing enough about it. And you took that upon yourself to, to, to start this and lead the change. I just, I can't, can't wrap my head around how phenomenal this is. So since you've started, what has the experience been like thus far? I mean, are you working with other organizations or like, where is this going? How has this been building? Sure. Um, it's funny. Cause when we started, we were, we were looking up like uh, URLs and domain names that maybe we could get to like kind of like tr trickle in to make good together so we're looking up like end the pandemic and end coronavirus and then we're like wait end coronavirus is actually a website already and there's an organization doing amazing work so we, nice. we reached out to them and uh, 
had no intention of like it really going anywhere because often you like reach what you you perceive as a bigger organization and you're like yeah this is going to be fun to write this email but i don't expect anything and then they were like um can you come to our next like all hands on deck meeting and explain what your or who, who your organization is and what you what you stand for and how you need help and they were like, oh <laughs> i guess i guess we have to figure out what this thing is <laughs> and and so we did and wow. really like little like um i shouldn't say little uh pivotal really pivotal moments like that that just felt like little hints of possibility mm -hmm. are the things that end up kind of just like carrying us through through all yeah. this um i'd say that's really kind of the been the the biggest kind of boost is just you know attaching to so many great organizations um another organization that uh we support wholeheartedly and that has been really awesome to us is ME action. So myalgic encephalomyelitis, which is chronic mm -hmm. fatigue syndrome. Um, they're an organization that is kind of now taking long COVID and the research of long COVID under their umbrella. But I mean, that's another like, it's wow. not really, it's not us, like that's not our domain, but they're in the same, they're in the same realm of how can we make this world a better place? How can we make public safety or public health and wellness, you know, yeah. a priority over um, short term personal comforts. Yeah. Wow. That's, a, that's incredible. Because again, like you said, when you start something and for you, it was totally off of a whim. You were just like, we're going to do this. We'll see how this goes. And yeah. then for you to gain such traction and for you to build such a strong community and actually have these organizations like collaborate and work with you it's almost like a sign to like keep going but it's also it's just a lot because you know yeah. you didn't think who knew what would come out of it and so it's just beautiful to see that so tying mental health into all of this it all relates because covid was is still in a sense it, it messes with people because again in the very beginning you couldn't see anyone isolation, depression, suicide rates were up. Things were just all over the map when it came to mental health. And I feel, honestly, for me, I feel like it was kind of a blessing in disguise in a sense, because for some folks, because they, they were, they had no choice, but to kind of sit with their emotions. And mm -hmm. there was really no way <laughs> for people to, to distract themselves to the degree where they just could not cope or may or you know work through things and also it brought to light the fact that mental health can affect anyone so how have you been playing a part in the organization or with just your life in general of managing mental health and kind of promoting that as well so from a personal standpoint i am a hardcore introvert and oh, wow. <laughs> and for me like I, I've, I had so much heart for my extrovert friends because oh, yeah. <laughs> many, many of them were struggling. They were struggling. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and, but for me, it kind of, it kind of gave me some space to be able to say, you know what? Like, I, I don't want to hang out. Like it gave me an excuse. It gave me a way to like legitimately practice setting 
boundaries around yes. my time and my energy and mm-hmm. what I, how I wanted to spend my time and energy. Amen. So in a sense, that was kind of a learning experience and something that I will carry forward um, as things start to open up. From an organization standpoint, we've had some really cool opportunities. Um, last, last year, we did a, a mental health check-in um, with one of our dear friends and uh, members of the World Health, World Health Organization, wow. the WHN, um, Katie Marsh, who did like a mental health check-in with us. We did that on Instagram Live. And then MTV hosts uh, uh, Mental Health Day of Action, which mm-hmm. we are like officially a partner of and have been for the past two years. So oh it's been goodness. cool. You should totally get involved with that. I will, I yes. will hook you up with that because it has been so phenomenal wow. to kind of like be a part of this bigger collective. They're very mm-hmm. transparent with organization contacts. So it's very much like you can cross cross mingle with different organizations wow. without a lot of, you know, restrictions. So um, from an organization standpoint, that is that has been great to be a part of their mission and to kind of like use that to help leverage some of the work that we're doing. That's incredible. And it's amazing because it sounds like you've also kind of discovered all these organizations. And that's the that's the beauty of it. When you start things like this, or even when you just kind of deep dive out of curiosity, you find out there are people out there trying to make the world a better place. Nobody talks about it though. The media doesn't promote it. They just want the ratings. So they promote all the, you know, awful things. Yeah. But it's like, there really are people out there trying to make a difference. Right. You know? I'd say um, also from a personal level, I'm just kind of like thinking this one through, but yeah. from a mental health standpoint, mm-hmm. Gosh, we're Eric and I are the luckiest people on the planet in a sense because our organization puts us dead center in like being surrounded by like-minded people who are willing to do the work and roll up their sleeves. You know, have this this mentality of you know I'm going to be a, a good citizen to the people around me and to the to the global human family. And in a way, it, it's nice to have that those types of people in your court, like on your team. And it's been, it's been wonderful to have that support system and to be surrounded by that kind of energy throughout all of this as well. So what has the experience been like prior to you starting the organization? What was your mental health like then versus now where you've built a community, you've found your tribe, you're working on this mission, you have a purpose, like what are... How, can you explain what the differences are and how that's affected you? So it's interesting because one of our biggest tools for the organization is Instagram. Like that's the social media platform that we do most of our communication in our communication as far as outward facing mm-hmm. posts, but also literal communication with people. Before the pandemic, I admittedly had a, a huge anxiety issue around social media. I had deleted all my personal social media accounts. Um, I have a tendency to want to check in on what other people are doing and really do negative comparison. So when we first started the organization, we built this website and we're like, oh, it's just going to be a website. We don't need social media. And then we're like, oh, 
like we would, I think we'd do a lot better with reach if we had some social media. <laughs> and I was very hesitant because yeah. of my history with obsession mm-hmm. and comparison and fear of missing out and all those bad parts about social media and then people you know maybe saying a mean comment or two and then feeling really bad about that for a couple of days so I was hesitant but surprisingly like none of that none of that is in my mindset anymore and I think it's because I'm using social media as a tool to do good in the world I don't have, I, I mean, I have a Facebook that I talk to my mom on, uh, <laughs> like that's pretty much it. Like she'll be like, will you message me, Michelle? I'm like, okay, yeah, oh mom. my goodness. Um, but I mean, I really, I really don't as a singular entity, Michelle Lucas, I don't really have a social media presence. So it's nice to kind of, to have a purpose with social media. It feels much more productive and a whole lot less destructive for my mental health and I have not had to keep that in check like there hasn't been oh you know you got to keep that in check Michelle it's just it's just a shift in mindset and I think you know I think a lot of people could probably benefit from that you know maybe using their their voice and their platforms for a mission they believe in I mean Eric and I before make good together we we had zero experience in advocacy, like zero, like nothing. Maybe we went to like the woman's March or, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like, like that. But so anybody really, if you're passionate about something, it's amazing how much social media and these tools change shift when you kind of have that as the driving factor for using them. Mm. Well said. I mean, it's an algorithm at the end of the day. You are technically in control of what you see, who you interact with. You can control all of that. It's just about having that mindset, which is so hard for some people because of the environment or the social groups that they interact with, whatever they're kind of trapped in or they have a focus on, that's what their experience on social media is going to be like. And again, you said, you know, there will be some people who might pop in and out every now and then, or you might on your for you page or whatever they call it, see something that may trigger that comparison or that self-doubt or that insecurity that you may have about yourself. But again, if you have that mindset that you're utilizing the social media platform for a business, for a purpose, for a specific mission, and that you want to build community, you can create that. Like I resonate so hard with everything that you just said, because I struggle immensely with all the things that you just mentioned. I mean, it was bad. You know, I would, I would get on social media and it was like just a spiral of madness and falling down that rabbit hole of comparing myself. And then, you know, I had a mission. I've had this mission of promoting and spreading mental health awareness for over two years. But when you fall down that rabbit hole and you start looking at all these other people's accounts and you're like, oh, well, they're doing this and they're way more successful. It, it almost, it puts a block on what you're trying to do. And then you, you end up not doing, you know, much of anything for that time frame. So I don't, I also don't really use my personal account on, I, on IG. I, I still have it, but it's private and I mm-hmm. rarely utilize it. And I just now focus on 
the podcast and it's literally been a game changer. So I I love that we're talking about this because I haven't really talked about this side of things on here yet. And I think Mm -hmm. people need to recognize and understand they have the option that they are in control. Yeah. And in, um, in a couple of our posts, we really stress this notion of like, we are all more than likes and follows. Mm. It is so easy to get wrapped up in numbers, like in the numbers, how many people like this? Uh, what are the comments? Do I have new followers? Like, and it's dangerous. It's dangerous dangerous to use those metrics as like what you're basing a success self-worth or self-worth after like no 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 no. really for me it's connection Mm -hmm. so we have gained so many deep relationships with people and built so many strong connections Mm -hmm. those are connections that likely will remain with us our entire lives Wow. Like we have, we have people from four or five different states, wow. uh, a couple of people from <laughs> a couple of different countries, somebody in the UK, I can think of somebody in Italy that we're like, okay, when, when we feel safe to travel, like we are going to hang out and we like legitimately like have said, what will we do? Let's, let's plan this out. Let's figure it out. So like, we'll talk over zoom like this and like, say okay yeah like I'm gonna take you to this my favorite coffee shop in Chicago when you guys come over and <laughs> so it's been wow. cool to kind of like set plans for the future with these amazing individuals that were so excited to meet in real life when the opportunity comes but that being said like the connection you can build mm. like this like we're talking right now it's incredible like it's, it's so it's so powerful. Yeah. And, you know, I think when I had that, that lens of social media being this destructive thing, I don't think I realized that. And I'm, I'm so glad that I was willing to kind of, you know, put my, put myself on a, on the limb, if you will, mm-hmm. and, and kind of take the leap to use plat- the platform of Instagram, and those other, these other, you know, platforms because the connection that we have built with so many people is priceless. That's amazing. And also too, because you mentioned earlier and you're an introvert. So, you know, it might be hard like otherwise to kind of meet people and find those people that you really truly connect with that really have a like-minded, open-minded way about them. I mean, I struggle with that myself and I'm like, I'm like an introverted extrovert kind of like I have my limit with people and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to hibernate for like a few weeks, but it sounds like you finding this community of people has drastically improved your mental health and your overall well-being, and just giving you that extra like push and, and motivation to continue with this. Is that. Yeah. And I I'd say also just not to say that I have the spotlight at all. Everybody has the spotlight and everybody deserves the spotlight. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people do reach out to us, reach out to me and say, Hey, I'm in this situation. How should I handle it? What, what do you think? You know, like, so there has been a lot of helping, you know, a lot of coaching, a lot of 
you know, let, let's talk it through together. Let's figure it out. I don't have the answers, but let's, let's ask the right questions so we can kind of just have a clear idea of what the situation is so we can, you know, see what options you have, whether it be, you know, setting a boundary around COVID or whether it be somebody on the brink of like a mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. um, so many, so many things. I've had conversations with people and I think there's also a responsibility in for me when I know that people are looking up to me as well, you know, to practice what I preach. Mm. And I think that that has been helpful too, because you know what, I, I got real clear with myself on what my values were, what values I'd like to see in the world, mm -hmm. how I'd like other people to treat each other. And then I just make sure that my actions and behaviors are in alignment with those values. And, and I think that's been a very good kind of a laser focus for me and has only solidified what I feel are my values. Yeah. Again, your, your organization's kind of turning into this hub where people feel safe and they know it's a, a welcoming community and they can turn to you for a numerous, numerous things. And I think that's beautiful because again, it's rare that you find something with such vulnerable subjects on social media, actively engaging in, and really helping others. So I commend you for that because that's hard Thank to you. do too. You know, when people reach out to you, when you're, you know, when you have this responsibility and it kind of continues to grow, that can kind of manifest and rattle your mental health in, in some ways. Yeah. So the fact that you've been able to utilize it and it hasn't shaken your progress is, is mm -hmm. pretty, pretty remarkable. Yeah. And, you have to and be in a good headspace. Absolutely. On the yeah. flip side of that, there's been times, you know, I've, I've gotten to have such good relationships with our community that, you know, I can be vulnerable with people as well. And that's been helpful. So mm -hmm. I think maybe two or three weeks ago, I was just feeling like I wasn't making a difference. And so I wrote who I would consider a good friend of ours now, Corey. I wrote our friend, Corey, and I told him this. I'm like, Corey, like, I just, I feel like what I'm saying doesn't connect, blah, 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 you know? And, uh, you know, he kind of set me straight. <laughs> he was like, he was like, and I'm like, what is make good together? Well, like, what's, what's the purpose? Because, you know, I still, I still have those days when I'm like, yeah is what I'm doing, does it really matter in the grand scheme of thing? Am I making an impact? And it was good to hear from him as an outsider that where he saw the value and make good together was that there, there are organizations that do mental health, that do long COVID, that do anti-racism, that do you know topics around gun control, climate change, but that we, kind of are the umbrella. We can act as the umbrella and the connector for mm. the bigger goal of, you know, changing this world so that we're a little bit kinder to each other and look out for each other above and beyond everything else. So I think having that community for me too, like on the flip side, they can come to me, but then being able to go out to people in a vulnerable way and then kind of be validated has been very helpful. And I'm so very grateful that that has been the case. Yeah. Cause that's hard. I mean, you, you do so much work and 
I've been there too, where you feel like I, am I doing enough? Is this even resonating? You know, is this helping you, you, you just go through these motions. Unfortunately, I feel like that's just human nature and to have someone through your organization or just people in general within your circle that you can confide in and be vulnerable is so important for so many different reasons. And I'm so glad that he told you what he did because you have to keep going. Like this is phenomenal and it truly can be the umbrella. I mean, the name that you chose couldn't be more perfect because it's not specific, it's very general. So you can literally tackle anything and connect any type of organization, which is a beautiful and very necessary thing. So, well, thank you for that. Thank you. Um, So on that note, uh, when the Uvalde like school shooting broke out Hmm. and Matthew McConaughey did his speech about the little girl Maete and her green Converse shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was working on work, like billable work at the time. And I was like, nope, gotta, gotta do something about this. <laughs> so like, I scrapped my work. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do an illustration. So I did an illustration that was just simply, you know, Converse shoes with a heart on the, uh, I think it's the right, the right foot or the right toe in the Converse white part. And it kind of, kind of blew up. And so a couple of days later, I was, I was, uh, I did an image search on the internet to see, because, you know, I learned my lesson that it might be helpful to just put a little app, make it together somewhere <laughs> on there. I learned my lesson. Claim your work. On that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that we need, we need credit, but sometimes, you know, you get a little boost and that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but I saw that on that little girl's mother's Facebook page, she had shared my illustration. Like, and she had shared two illustrations. Wow. One of them was mine and it blew my mind. It blew my mind that something that I had done, a caption that I had written, she felt compelled to share it. And somehow that connected with her and like for me, I was just like, okay, that's cool. Like I can wrap up, I can be done now because I connected with a symbol in our country that at the time was like the rallying symbol around, you know, gun violence and school mm-hmm. shootings. And to have, to know that your work, what you do, what you think is going to be so insignificant can impact the people, the person mm-hmm. that needs it the most it's possible. I mean, it's, it's possible. And the thing is like, the more you put out those little seeds, the more possible it gets. I think that's the thing. It's like, or you, you, you put out these good things. I mean, it's bound to have, it's bound to change the world in some way. There's no way you're changing the world in some way, regardless of what you're doing. So for me, I'm like, I'm just going to do it in a way that makes good. Wow. That's incredible. It's like, had you not even tried to do that or this never would have happened, but because you were like, I just want to do this because I feel called to do this and I feel compelled. And this is just something that I feel might help people. So you're right. Like anything can happen. It's like, but if you don't try, you'll never know. 
So it's worth it to just try whatever's on your heart, whatever passion you want to, you know, pursue, whatever message you want to send, whatever thing you want to advocate for, your story just proves it's worth it regardless because you're going to help somebody. And in this situation, you just happen to, it just happened to somehow make it to the exact person. Like, the power of social media in the good in the best way right there that's like the prime it really is yes absolutely no I (laughs) admittedly I I sat on my couch back here I sat on my couch and I started crying I was just going holy holy (laughs) I was just cussing but like crying and be like oh my goodness what what is this so yeah it just felt so good (laughs) it's incredible uh, just truly. And I love that you, again, like that's another thing that you can advocate for because it relates so heavily to mental health, to life in general, to treating people better, to making sure that communities have the proper resources, to politics, because we need better laws when it comes to guns. Like, I mean, make good together is truly, it can be like the hub for so many things. And I'm just, I'm really glad that we connected. Um, I'm blown away by what you're doing, truly. So I do have like one more question because earlier you mentioned that, and like with all these things happening, with all the shootings, with racism, with trans rights, with LGBTQ plus IA rights, with everything going on, with women's rights and like our reproductive system and all that craziness, there's so many fires and they're not little, they're huge. Yes. So for someone who you seem very empathetic and again, you, I mean, you have an organization that literally tries to make the world a better place for you personally, how are you able to not get burnt out trying to tackle all of these issues at once? Cause I feel like they happen quickly we have no kind of warning when they, I mean, we now have a warning when they happen, right. they just happen and they're everywhere. It's all over, you know? So how do you, how do you manage that? It's interesting. I had, I had never asked myself that question. And in thinking about it now, I don't really have an answer. I just do. <laughs> I just do the thing, right? The, the thing needs to be done and I just do it. And for me, that's, that's what feels right for me is, is the doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if that really answers your question. It's a, it's a really, really good question, but you know, I, there's nothing I'd rather put my resources towards as a human on this planet than teaching others that they have power that their voice is important, that their influence is monumental, and that when we build communities around these various rallying points that end up being connective, like we really can make a huge difference in this world. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when you know you say all, all these different things are kind of popping up and how do you juggle it? I guess I never really thought of it that way. I just thought of it as this is this is in the spotlight now. Let's seize this opportunity to to leverage the visibility of this thing to try to rally rally us all around this moment 
to do something individually that affects the collective. So it sounds like rather than dwelling or spiraling with the infinite amount of negative and horrific information for whatever situation is currently out there, you see it, process it, come up with a plan for your organization. It sounds like you don't take time to dwell, which is a good thing. Like you don't allow yourself the space. Yeah. I've been in a sense kind of like insulated from that because Mm. I have an outlet to take action. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that has probably been very, very helpful for my mental health and well-being. Mm-hmm. Is just you know I I don't dwell on the things I I see an opportunity of how how can we use this moment in time to rally everyone to come together. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't have that outlet, that just continuously see thing after thing, horrendous thing after horrendous thing, spiral. Is there a way for them to get involved with your organization or to find other organizations that they want to get involved with so that they have an outlet to utilize so that they don't burn themselves out? Hmm. Okay. So for me, like I come, I come at it from the standpoint of the, the doing is what allows me to not dwell and in a sense, it allows me to not burn out because it's the it's the isolation and this the helplessness that creates this this not so good feeling. Um, so, as an organization, individuals can do what we call this make good pledge, and it simply is just the lines I pledge to make good, mm-hmm. and they give us a photo. And since I'm a designer, I create, you know, a, a social media post that has their photo and says, I pledge to make good. I, I, Michelle Lukasik, pledge to make good. And they provide a couple sentences around, or maybe a couple paragraphs around what they're doing to make the world a better place. And it's been a cool experience because there's so many different ways that people are doing amazing things in this world. Um, this one gentleman, uh, Mike, he simply posts on his stories, uh, a geographical location where he's doing his hike in the morning. And he just says, smile today. It's a beautiful day. And that was his prompt. Like that was his pledge. Like I, I pledged to make good. And I, I post a, you know, a nice, uh, smile. Everything's beautiful today. Uh, post on my story. So I mean, it's that. And then you get people who are like fighting to like end systemic racism, and they have such powerful missions. And I think it's important that we have we use social media to shine the spotlight on those who are doing these good deeds in the world. And then they get that validation too, because then our community, who's already you know kind of entrenched in this mindset you know they'll write and go Mike like this is amazing Mike like you're you're doing a great thing and they'll follow him and like it just kind of lifts everybody up so I think I think that's another another thing is like these pledges that we're getting they're so unique it's clear that no matter how small or how big the thing that you're doing is it has impact and it connects with others and just shining that spotlight on people I think helps keep 
everybody a little bit more focused on the good and seeing the good rather than dwelling on the bad and feeling hopeless. It sounds like too, for folks that may not have even a thought or an idea of how they want to make good, they can come to your page. They can kind of glance around, see some of the other stories, get inspired, come up with something that they personally want to do, reach out to you all, create the post. And then it's almost like they're being held accountable in a positive way because they see it on there. Then they can start connecting with others, which gives them an additional outlet and they get some validation. And then they can kind of through your Instagram and then your website, find other organizations that they can volunteer with, get involved with. So that's amazing that you all are doing that and giving people a space to share what they're doing, promote people that are actually doing good things in the world because they exist. So again, just kudos to you all for starting this during a really difficult time and keeping up with it and growing it. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So if people want to follow you or learn more about you and your organization, where are some good places that folks can find you? Sure. Um, Makegoodtogether.com is going to be probably the first place you swing by. Um, And then, like I said, our, our biggest social media platform where we do most of our communication is on Instagram. So our handle there is at Make Good Together. We're also on Facebook. Um, if you search for Make Good Together, you'll find us. We're on Twitter. Twitter has a weird, like, you can't have a long name. So we're, uh, and Twitter, we're uh, at Make Good, the number two, together. Um, so we do a little, a little bit there, but a good place to start is the website, makegoodtogether.com, and our Instagram, which is just the handle, Make Good Together. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for joining me today talking about your organization and letting folks know there is good out there we can make good together and that it's worth it to pursue whatever you want to and at least try because you never know what could come out of it so thank you for coming on the show awesome thank you so much i appreciate i appreciate all this and i mean in a sense you're doing that to me now like you're shining the spotlight on me and i so very much appreciate it and i appreciate the work that you're doing as well so thank you thank you Absolutely. And I want to thank the listeners too. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Wondering Mind podcast. Until next time, maintain your brain and keep on wondering.